0: block Talk Radio
1: Welcome to the War Room We got Ted Kim, Jimmy PJ B Austin a hot block commander how you wanna end up wanna do our show and get the brain running with the premises talk force on a national level full with the Sort of like the rubber win, time they like the bad five doorin' prime time, Sports conglomerates, sweep their minds a little bit For sports medicine and sports veterans and great The 4 for 26 sort the wall ain't Kuwait It's the war room with five nights at the round table, five silly guys diversified and educated <clears throat> Yes sir
2: Y'all know what it is. What's up? What's good, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mac. And I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother. We got B. Austin, the hot block commander in the building. What up, B? What's the guan?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, the, 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 uh, the, the blueprint. Jimmy, the blueprint will be with us in, in just a short while. But look, man, March Madness is now behind us, and it's time to move on to MLB opening day and the final weekend of the NBA regular season. So sit back, relax, and bust it up again with your guys in the War Room, the greatest man cave in the history of this planet. You can get in on the conversation yourself, of course, by signing in right now to the Botherhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash thewarroom, or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports, uh, IG as well. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. So, fam, man, we we definitely got to shout this out real quick, man, because Philly was definitely on fire last week, man. Dawn Staley won her second national championship as coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan won a Grammy for Best R&B Album. The homie Questlove won right, the Oscar for Best Documentary. And, of course, you know Will Smith won the Oscar for Best Actor right after slapping the shit out of Chris Rock on stage just a few minutes before that. So as the homie Philmatic of Tissue in the Tape fame, as he, as he famously says, Philly wins again. Yeah, that was a, that's, that's a great week for for the brethren of the city of brotherly love, man. What's your thoughts on that?
3: Man, it's funny because we can sit here and talk about all of the negativity that that, uh, surrounds our city and encompasses our city, but every now and again you get a moment to really examine it and salute it and give thanks for the amazing people that that environment can create and has created, man. And you know, we are artistic, soulful, sports-centric city of gods. And uh, every now and again, you you get to see that. Shout out to shout out to and wrestling piece to Kobe Bryant and uh, and Will Chamberlain. And I say that not just because we're a sports-themed show, but across the board, whether it's art, sports, science.
2: It's life.
3: So it's a, a beautiful place, man. It can't
2: be. Yeah, definitely. Definitely is. You know, not a place I'm interested in ever living in again, but but I love my city. You know what I'm saying? I, I look from afar all the time and be like, yo, that's, that's a hell of a place. Um, But shout out to everybody and everything going on up there, man. The 76ers had a pretty decent bounce back week because the week before that wasn't too good for them. Uh, the Eagles, Howie Roseman pulled off a nice little trade this week that we're going to talk about in a little while because that might do wonders for our future if we play it correctly. Um, yeah, just just everything that's going on, man. Philly's gearing up for a run at the National League East. Um, so, hey, up in this piece, man. Philly support Philly. But look, before we get started, we've got to remind you guys like we do every week that whether you're with us live or not, at any time on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that either on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms out there. We're pretty much on all of them. So, you know, wherever you do your podcast listening, just put uh, War Room Sports Podcast Network in the search, and you should be able to listen to the War Room um, if you're a hip-hop head, you can listen to Tissue in the Tape, of uh, aforementioned Philmatic. Like I said, the, the, tonight's title of our episode is one of his famous quotes. Um, man, if you're into Philly sports, speaking of Philly, you've got the Broad Street Line with Roy and Chris. Long-running, great show. we got a newer show for Philly sports fans, superstars, Big E, H, Dante, Soup, shout-out to those guys. If you're a foodie, John Appetit would be your twist with the Burtons, man. That's a great show. Um, That's kind of based up in PA as well, but they do a lot of traveling. So they talk about um, a lot of restaurants, a lot of food, a lot of recipes, a lot of stuff that they uh, find on their travels as well. So if you're a foodie, that would be your twist. And if you love movies, series, streaming, all kinds of entertainment on the couch with the Wilsons would be your 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 twist. So uh, shout out to everybody on the network, man. Make sure you get to that website or get to your podcast listening platforms and check out the War Room Sports Podcast Network. All right, so before we get into these hot topics, we always got to remind you, at least until they stop paying us to, um, <laughs> that hot topics are brought to you by MyBookie. It is time for you guys to make some money sports betting at MyBookie. If you still haven't checked out MyBookie, look, that baseball season starts today, so it's time to stop wasting time and place a bet. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players, placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money. You get it fast. You don't get hassled. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place wages after the game start. Now, that doesn't mean you can wait till like, halftime and see what the flow of the game is and then go, you know, place a bet at that point few minutes into the game before, you know, anything crazy, crazy happens to swing a game in either direction, you can get that in. And everybody out there who plays fantasy football, you know the the importance of that. Because in fantasy football, man, once that clock hits 1 o'clock Eastern time or 4 o'clock Eastern time, whatever time the games are and the people that you have in your lineup, that's it. There's no... Few minutes into the game where you can make lineup changes. So look, man, this is something y'all need to take advantage of. Um, join now in my bookie will match fifty percent of your first deposit up to a thousand dollars. Just use the promo code WARROOM, W A R R O O M one word. Apps to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get your bread. That's all there is to it. Um, of course, uh, we got to give a, a shout out to. Um, the NCAA tournament, March Madness, is now behind us. Kansas is your champions. Um, I didn't do a bracket this year, and we didn't even start to even try to pick anything until we got down to the final four. So I guess my final four picks are correct, B. You know, I, I picked Kansas to beat Nova, unfortunately. Picked UNC to beat Duke. And picked Kansas to, to win it all. So that ended up happening. I guess it's a little easier when you're only picking three games. Um but they defeated North Carolina for the national championship. Now this was two days after UNC defeated Duke, which in turn ended coach K's 46 year coaching career, 41 with the blue devils, but 46 altogether. There were a little bit of rumors this week be saying, you know, he could be a Brady story and coach K could come back. He kind of put the kibosh on some of that talk, but, in my opinion, still left it open-ended a little bit. Um, what's your thoughts? You think Coach K, I mean, 46 years is a long time. Resume is impeccable. His spot is solidified. Do you think there's any chance that we see Coach K gracing the sidelines of Duke again? No. Uh,
3: yeah. Not at all. Salute to Coach K. He's one of those dudes. And, and it's funny you bring up Brady. Right. Um, and, you you know, you've listened to, to us or you've talked to me, kind of know how I feel about Tom Brady. Like, I hate the ground he walks on, uh, <laughs> but I respect him as the greatest of all time. And that just is what it is. I mean, you know, we can make some internal arguments. I can argue for some other people. I can tell you who I love, who I like, who I'm indifferent about. But Thomas Edward James Brady, I think that's his Second little name. Yeah, he the greatest man. Kobe K is not the greatest, but he's one of those guys that I hate. He
4: top but
3: ultimately, five that are alive. I honor and respect him. Top five better alive. You can't argue with it. You know, we, we all know, you know, there's a certain profile of Duke players. Kyrie doesn't necessarily fit that mold. But, um, you know, there's a certain profile we don't really bang with. You know, all of that stuff. And not necessarily liking the way they play. And, you know, it, 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 I, could, I could nitpick. But that man, get that man his flowers, man. He he had a tremendous run. Top five, as, as Dev just said, that are alive. No questioning. I respect it. I love the game too much to not give him his flowers and respect, despite the fact that I hate him. <laughs> and that hate is not a personal hate. That's just a basketball hate, a sports hate yeah. type of thing.
0: Well, his,
2: his, his comeback to all the rumors, you know, because they, you know, they, they likened it to Tom Brady. So he was like, wow, he'd even be, be, to even be put in the same room, maybe that Tom Brady would be in as an honor, but he still has the talent that can be used at a really high level. I'm done with the coaching part of it. So that, the way he Mm -hmm. left that makes you think that, okay, there could be some capacity in which, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mike Krzyzewski is still involved in Duke, still involved in college basketball, maybe still involved, you know, with the whole Olympic program somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, But he left it open-ended, like, you know, maybe you won't see me on the sideline, but he is a basketball lifer. So maybe he's not giving it all up. So maybe in the next few months we'll see, What the hell he meant by that, if anything. Maybe we're just reading too much into it. But like B said, got to get that dude his flowers, man. Coach K has a 1,170 and 361 record. 1,170 wins to 361 losses in 46 years as a head coach. This includes 1,097 wins and 302 losses at Duke in 41 season. Um, Five national championships, 91, 92, 01, 2010, 2015. Six gold medals as the head coach of the U.S. men's national team. So his Hall of Fame career has been solidified. He will be in Springfield um, (laughs) pretty soon. That's that's easy. I mean, in coaching circles, do they got to wait? or Is he already in it? I don't know. I he see, should. He should already be in it, like, but um, if I'm not, not sure. You know,
3: easy, easy money. I'm, right I'm not. I'm not complete. I, I think he might have to wait a little bit, but they're already dusting his spot off and probably building another wing for for him. Him and him and like Red Howard and and them type of guys. They should. They should get their own wing. But um, no, man. Like think. Of, think about it this way. It's like as great as he was. And he, he was great. He is great. Have you ever found yourself in a circumstance a situation where you were actually rooting for a Duke team?
2: Nah, never rooting.
1: <laughs> never really. Like, yo, that,
3: that. it's like I don't – I acknowledge the greatness. Like, yo, He. It, I just never found myself ever in a situation – even when they're playing UNC, which is another program that I'm not particularly fond of, I'm rooting for the light blue. I can't, I can't root for Duke, man. I, I don't know why. I just I, I just, I can't do it.
5: Yeah,
2: no, I, feel, I mean, for me, I, I've never actually been a Duke hater. Like, it seems like, you know, 75% of the people I know are, like, Duke haters. I've never been a Duke hater,
0: yeah, but I never
2: found myself one of them. For a Duke either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I not have any reason to hate them. Like, <laughs> where I went to trouble has nothing to do with Duke. <laughs> they never beat us. They probably <laughs> wouldn't even grace us with a game. Um, <laughs> you know, even the, even the Phillies, they would love They they come across Duke every once in a while, and of course, I'm a root for you know Philly in that situation. But you know, I was never like, oh, I hate Duke. Yo, you know, there's no
3: reason. When he played Duke. They would beat Shaneer down my leg.
2: You no. Know <laughs> Yo, you know. If you know you know bars. Oh my god, that was, a great that was bars. Y- y'all don't know, man, man.
3: <laughs> don't if even you know.
2: You good. know, you would know that those were some of the <laughs> greatest bars know. in hip hop history that were just spit on this show. Yo, come on, man. Legs, man. yo, you <sighs> drawn, <laughs> you <laughs> drawn. That was all right, so um, shout out to Coach K. Shout out to Kansas, you know, for winning the national championship. Man, today is opening day in major league baseball, you know, since I, I, I can't get my partners to talk baseball with me. So, so we won't, I'll just, you know,
0: I'll just let y'all know. that The, 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 ranked, no, bro, the Yankee's Red
2: Sox game was postponed. The Mariners twins was postponed. I think all of that has something to do with the weather, you know, uh, going across the States right now, especially in the East coast. Um, the Mets Nationals game cuz the weather is pretty off and on here so i'm wondering if that's going to get played it's scheduled for 705 but the games that have been played uh Brewers uh lose to the Cubs 5-4 in Chicago um the Pirates uh going into the bottom of the 6 are losing 4-0 to the Cardinals and the Royals and the brand new Cleveland Guardians are tied at one top of the seventh. Um, I'm a little excited this year. B, you know the Phillies, the Phillies' prospects of being good this year are are a mm-hmm. little bit promising. Um,
3: so you gotta you gotta bring me you gotta bring me out of the mothballs.
2: Offense offense could be scary. Um, it definitely mm-hmm. was not spring training. But, you know, baseball is a game of numbers, and you put names and lineups together, you pretty much know what you have in the form of offense. Defense leaves a little bit to be desired. For Philly. They're going to have to prove mm-hmm. themselves on the defensive side of the ball. The bullpen, which was the team's ultimate weakness, weakness last year, um, is supposed to be improved, but that's another thing that will remain to be seen. Time, time, but your man... But your man was mashing in the in the spring in spring training. Uh, your man Bryce Harper, yo, only thirty five yeah. at bats in thirty five at bats spring training. He had eight home runs in thirty five at bats. He had eight home yo. runs. And a lot of people are thinking this year that he could possibly go for fifty. But there's like two other yo, no, people in that no lineup that could go for fifty. <laughs>
3: But that's the type of that's the type of numbers I like and understand because y'all know I don't really know and only people right, I know is Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, <laughs> and Manny and Mr. Barry. Yeah.
2: So you know, it, it's some promise right. there. With the, you know, even though the defending champs are in the division, it's promise there that the Phillies could make a serious run at the National League East. Um, the the first pick from 2016, Mickey Moniak. He's actually played well in spring training. He had six home runs. However, Hmm. his last at-bat in spring training, he fractured a bone in his hand or wrist, and he might be out for two weeks. So he finally shows some promise, and and he's down. So,
0: look, man, if you're you're
2: into baseball, hit us on Twitter, hit us on Facebook, hit us on IG, call the show, Three two three four one zero 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 one two. Just give us your picks. Let us know who you think. Get a you know get a brother get
3: somebody to talk to because
2: yeah yeah. No, I just
3: repeat what let they us, say.
2: Let us know who you you know who you think will emerge this season. Um, you know, as World Series champs. Long season It's definitely a marathon in this sport, but we'll see how it goes, man. Go, Phil. All right. One last thing, I got to bring up before I talk about something that I know you're going to be interested in. Um, and I know we got Neil and I think she's in the chat room. Let me check. Yeah. She's in the chat room. Neil. Salute the Neil. I tried. I tried. And I say this because to a big wrestling fan, big WWE fan um, and WrestleMania two, two day event was this past weekend. And it's only possible that I could even try to watch WrestleMania because of you. So I thank you for that as well. But I tried, man. And I've been trying so so hard recently to get back into wrestling which I haven't been into since I was like 12.
0: <laughs>
2: um I can't, man. It it's very difficult. It's just not entertaining to me like a lot of people say and and think it is. Like I to me, and I'm not knocking anybody who does because people find entertainment where they find entertainment. But for me, sitting there trying to like it because there are some, some Monday night raws that I've tried to watch recently. Um, whatever other nights that come, I've been trying to watch WrestleMania. I've been trying to get into it. Yeah. Every time I do, I end up turning the channel. Can't do it. 15 minutes. Um, WrestleMania. Can't do it. The first night I was watching, it, I... I you know, since it's multiple screens where I'm watching TV, I didn't turn the channel, but I fell asleep. The second night, I turned the channel after a few minutes. I'm like, this is just not interesting. Yo, <laughs> I just can't do it. I'm gonna like, keep it. I I gonna keep it a, I'm gonna keep it. I'm like, how do you like this? Over? I'm
3: gonna keep it a million. And I love, I love you, Neil. Thank we thank you for all that you do for us. I'm not watching W. I'm not watching no wrestling, man. And there's literally I mean, she only one room, reason.
0: She says, I told
2: you stop trying, it's a terrible product right now. See, but that's coming from yeah. a lifer, a diehard saying it's a terrible product. I don't see anything now that would have said to me, Maybe I would have liked this ten years ago. Like it is all just way over the top I'ma send you, know, you I'ma send, I'm
3: send, I'm send you the entire only <laughs> reason to watch wrestling and you don't have to watch wrestling to see her and that's it. Like, I, there's literally nothing to see here.
0: Nothing. <laughs> nothing to see here.
2: All right. I've been trying. Man. So I, I tried to watch their, their greatest show, WrestleMania 38, and I just yeah, I, can't it. I couldn't do it. But shout out to everybody out there who, who loves it, man. There is still a great market for, for wrestling, especially WWE. Um, there's some lifers out there, and I salute y'all. Or, you know just sticking with it i mean you, you you love something and you stick with it all right so shout out to all the wrestlemania heads out there i tried love y'all um your man jalen hurts <laughs> there's rumors circulating that he's out in southern california working with none other than the aforementioned thomas michael douglas brady i just made up two names because i forgot what you said earlier. Um, There's rumors, there's nothing confirmed that he's out there working with Tom Brady in Southern California. And a lot of the rumors started because he's supposedly out in Southern California working with um, Tom Brady's trainer. But somebody, uh, Dan Saleo, um, he says, Jalen Hurts is following Tom Brady around in Southern California. Hurts is not just throwing with Tom House, which is the trainer. He's working with Tom Brady. Um, so do you think there's anything he can learn out there working with the GOAT and the GOAT's trainer that will serve as, you know, some quarterbacking success next year with the Philadelphia Eagles? that still don't understand the criticism. Because all they're looking Listen at man. is the team made the playoffs. You know, you know, simpleton. Give all the credit for, for, to the quarterback you know, and blame to, to the man. quarterbacks. You know, not realizing okay, crazy rushing attack which he was a part of. Sixteen touchdowns, nine interceptions. He didn't do much from a passer standpoint to get us into the playoffs last season, and then Listen that showed in the playoffs I the team pretty I'm much objective. scared him to pass the ball. We need better.
3: I'm objective, and I don't dislike him as a as a person.
2: You can't dislike him. Good deal, yeah, you I can't mean, until we find out he likes massage parlors. But,
3: but, yo, know, can he be successful? Absolutely. There have been plenty of weak arm noodles, noodle arm guys. One of them is going to the Hall of Fame immediately. I.e., Drew Brees. I don't. I don't know if our fan base paid attention or really realized. Unless you really understand football, Drew Brees could not throw the football further than at least two of the hosts of this illustrious program. They could, He couldn't. So you can have a noodle arm. However, there's a couple of things that you have to do amazingly well with a noodle arm he doesn't do those things well. Accuracy, anticipation, an anticipation, pre-read, and the ability to shift quickly from from route to route. Those things can you have to be but, able you to do. learn
2: shadowing the goat, if he's really shadowing the goat? And, this, this just he's really,
3: and, and, and it's funny, and I give Tom his salute, even though you know I hate him. Tom's arm strength is a lot Bigger and better than people realize, mm-hmm. but Tom is a guy that Jalen Hurts could learn from, not because of oh he's the golden he won seven super. Nah, Tom spent ten years in a dink and dunk checkdown offense. Tom could throw the ball, Tom could push the ball down. the see, I was shocked mm-hmm. to see him under Bruce Arians. I think Tom got tired of that ish, and it was hurting his arm because he old. But Tom has arm strength but spent 10 years dinking and dunking. So if, if, if Hertz listens to Brady or Brady sees fit to teach Hertz some of the tricks of the trade, he could learn. But now our offense has to adjust according to now what he is learning and what he does well.
0: Right.
2: I, I don't because, know. Because, you know, they're out here talking about trades and draft picks and trying to get all of these fast receivers. Yeah, yeah. He can't receivers. throw outside the numbers, yo. So he can't that's throw what I'm outside like, the numbers, So you would yeah. actually have to start bringing in personnel. If you're going to make this long-term investment in this kid, you're going to have to start bringing in personnel that fits him and not just personnel that you think, man, speed kills, we can build a great team like this. No, if you're going to if you're gonna give somebody, you know, the reins long-term, then you're going to have to play to their strengths, even if he – is able to develop some new strength. I don't know if, you know, throwing a great deep ball is going to become one of them. I just never seen anybody get to this level without that and then develop that. You know what I'm saying? I can see if, if we're talking arm strength already being there and then developing accuracy on those. Okay. That can be developed. But if you just can't get the ball, you know, a certain amount of yards, you just can't get the ball a certain amount of yards. Like, at this point, it waits all your life. It's just a whole different. It's just a whole different kind of thing. So, uh no, So, so, so to we'll your, see. He can't develop that. He's
3: already a weight room warrior. It isn't. It isn't muscular strength that he can develop to add to arm strength to throw the ball. He's already a weight room guy. He just all can't right. throw
2: the ball far. Or, or with velocity. Well, this story has a lot to do with the next thing I wanted to ask you about because the Philadelphia Eagles and the New Orleans Saints pulled off a trade um, earlier in the week because you know the Eagles had three first-round picks in this upcoming draft. So in this trade, um, the Saints received two 2022 first-round picks, the number 16 pick and the number 19 pick right? So the Eagles gave them two of their three picks this year. Saints, and they also gave them a six-round pick, um, number 194, while the Eagles got back the Saints' first-round pick from this year, which is number 18. A 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 second-round pick, plus a 2022 third-round pick, which is number 101, and the seventh-round selection also in in this particular draft. So basically the Eagles went into this with, I I believe, four picks in the first – five picks in the first 100. They come out of it with five picks in the first 101 in this year's draft. But now we have two picks in this draft instead of 15, 16, and 19 like they had. Now they have – they held on to 15 – so now they have 15 and 18. So, so you got rid of one, but got one for next year. And that's making me think, you know, this is a weak quarterback draft. Next year is supposed to be very strong and very deep. So now you have two first-round picks in this draft. You have two first-round picks in next year's draft. The Saints, who are going into the season with Jameis Winston, we're not, we don't know if he's going to stay healthy. We don't know what that team is going to be. Uh, one of their defensive captains, uh, has, Malcolm Jenkins, has retired. You don't necessarily know what they're going to be, and by all accounts, the Saints might keep going on the decline. So I think this was a great move on Howie's part because that Saints pick could end up being an early pick, and if it's not early enough, and, you know, there's no telling that the Eagles are going to make it back to the playoffs. So either one of those first-round picks in 2023 B could end up being are great, even if they're not as early as they want to grab the quarterback that they're coveting, they have both of them to be able to trade up if need be, you know, to try to trade up with a team that doesn't have that kind of need but just wants two first-round picks. So I think Howie did a Yo. great job in this you looking out for the future because it's, it's one of these situations, <laughs> B. If dude doesn't develop this year, they have the tools to get a quarterback and a quarterback-strong draft. If, by some miracle, this dude works with the GOAT and he comes out here to lighten it up next season, they decide to make the long-term investment in him, then you're building something around them with the two picks, too early, the two first-round picks this year, two first-round picks next year, and all the other early, you know, second- and third-rounders that they got, you assets are on a beach right now. This
3: is called a hedge. He's hedging and making a come-up at the same time. He's hedging and making a come-up. Because as you stated, if Bull somehow through osmosis turns into some level of Brady disciple, oh, well, then we just use those on the tools necessary to put around him, and we're good. But more likely, more than likely, He shows you not much more improvement this season, and you see something down the road that you can grab whether that's second, third, fourth, fifth best quarterback in the draft. It's still more talent than he has, and you go grab that from that draft. I'd like to go ahead right now and give Howie his flowers. We criticize Howie. Anybody and everybody can get these hands on this podcast, anybody. And Howie has done some dumb itch. But overall, Howie Roseman is a good GM. And I might put the term very in the adjective very in front of that good. He's not great. I'm not going with great. But I am going with very good. And I'm thankful to have him because I think his good outweighs his bad. It's just his bad gets exacerbated. You?
0: Yeah,
2: because mm-hmm. you know Eagles fans are you know spoiled. Like how he was a genius when he put together a team after after Chip Kelly destroyed it, and you know then we go two years after Chip Kelly is gone, you get the first Super Bowl in the history of the franchise, and then you know he makes some questionable draft picks a couple years after that, and everybody's acting like that didn't happen. Like we're used to that kind of winning. Um, I will be the first to admit that Howie, as a GM, and it probably sounds funny, like his biggest weakness is drafting because it's never been acquiring assets. It's never been in the free agent market. It's never been, uh, you know, the science around capology. Like he's always been able to flex his muscles as far as making sure the Eagles have Cap room to pick up great players in free agency. Um, he pretty much fleeces people on trades uh, more often than not. But his draft record, not not even his draft record, his early draft record, like our first round picks. I was about to say
3: because he has some late right. rounders that pay right. out the and, and
2: people forget about that. People forget about the depth picks that also help. You know, the Eagles win a Super Bowl, help the Eagles go deep into post especially on seasons when they're not even supposed to. People, you know, the casual fan forgets about that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So his depth picks are, are okay. Um, free agency, capology, all that stuff is on a very good level. His early picks. And then people, they do this. Like, they're okay with the picks when they happen. They let... Uh, they let all the pundits, who the, all the draft pundits, talk them into agreeing that this is a great pick, and then if somebody who went before them pans out to be much better than this person, then everybody is, you know, a hindsight warrior, and they knew this all along. You know, it happens every single year. So I'm with you, man. You just do this flowers now. Get some scouting help in here because we got all of these picks. He can't blown <laughs> now, this, you know
0: and, get all of
2: these not, things, and then go ahead and, and draft some bullshit
0: this is
3: not us saying that Howie hasn't flamed out or made mistakes
2: i i equate
3: howie to the same affinity that i hold andy reed like i know andy's weakness andy don't manage the clock andy's not making any in-game adjustments and andy is a nice guy who will not step on your throat but all in all, as an Eagles fan who lived through Rich Kotite and Ray Rhodes, I'm so thankful for Andy Reid and what he brought to the table. And I'm glad he would part in ways and he had an opportunity to, you know, go ahead and, and do his thing because he wasn't going to do it with us. That's kind of the same esteem that I hold Howie in, although Howie was instrumental in bringing us that both. He's not without flaws. But how he's a good he's a good GM. Now the problem, as we brought up, you brought up the average fans.
4: The average fans
3: is ruined by two things, maybe three. Number one, video games. Number three, fantasy football. And number four, they're stupid. <laughs> Even though that was three, I said four. So we yeah, really pretty stupid. much did. Um, but, I was like, did he skip that? But it's a number? like, we, 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 expect, we expect GMs to make splash plays. Like, I guarantee you there's some Eagles fan somewhere who's stupid, who's like, why couldn't we get Tyreek Hill? And why can't we find Juju? And why couldn't we get Bobby Wagner? And why couldn't we get Vaughn Miller? Like, salary cap don't that kids. easy, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So,
3: well, you know, I mean, we,
2: we know how to. No, definitely, definitely a good move. Um, I like I said, I just hope he doesn't blow, um, those early picks. But hey, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. People don't realize that there's a lot of teams, a lot of franchises who go through the same thing, but they're not paying them any mind. So they think it's just, you know, their guy. Like why does our guy always do such and such? Um, the draft in its purest. Like the epitome of a draft is a crapshoot, uh, pretty much. It's a crapshoot. So you you know, you just gotta do as much homework as you possibly can and and try to hedge your bet a little bit. But I like what he's done. Um, I think he's put them in position. Uh we, we, we gotta we gotta bear one more year of this. Um, like I said, you know, if the kid improves, I will be the first to give him his props. But I'm liking the fact that we have the tools to grab our next franchise quarterback. Another thing, like people are probably, you know, he's not with the team now. He's on his third team, you know, since. But I'm not mad at Howie about uh, Carson Wentz being drafted. Oh, people you can say even what even they want. The if MVP? Carson Wentz is not drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles do not have a Super Bowl title right now. now y'all can say what you want, but you've all – and I think B and I probably have always been two of Nick Foles' greatest fans. But we know damn near in a whole season type of setting that that wasn't gonna happen if it didn't happen the way that it actually happened. So hey, shout out to that too. What he does after he leaves us, that's his business. But thank him well, too for what he funny, did while he was it's here. Funny,
4: not not
3: to go down a, not to go down a tangent. I'm, I'm in 100% agreement. Why is it that Nick Foles can't really be a starter? Like, I'm glad that Jacksonville overpaid him and gave him that $90 million deal, and, and it didn't work, but I'm glad he got his money. And not from us, but I'm glad he got it. But why can't he? Because I've seen him as a starter, and it just works. But for a stretch of games, he will always put together a stretch of great
2: games. I don't know. It's not even just a stretch of games and, and being a starter. It just seemed like Nick Foles is only good in Philadelphia. Because, I mean, he, under even under Chip Kelly, in an offense that was not designed for his slew-footed ass, he balled out. <laughs> he balled out in that offense. So, I don't know. It, it just seemed like outside of Philadelphia, Nick Foles is just not it. But, <laughs> thankful that he is it in Philadelphia and did what Eagles. he did in that postseason, man.
3: So shout us out to, to everybody being, involved. Us being the Eagles fans that we are, you do realize that Carson Wentz is going to come back and make us regret certain things, right? <laughs> Probably. Carson, yeah, Carson's about to figure it out in, in, in with it as a commander.
2: Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. All right, so, man, one of the biggest news stories, sports stories at least, of the week. One of the two preseason title favorites in the NBA, the Los Angeles Lakers, were eliminated from playoff contention um, earlier this week. Um, Now, this was in their 121-110 loss to the Phoenix Suns coupled with a 116-97 win by the Spurs over the Denver Nuggets, that's what officially eliminated Los Angeles from the play-in tournament with three games remaining in their regular season. Um, you know, this was one of the – there were two teams. Like this season was supposed to be about the Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are down at the bottom – of the playoff standings, but they're definitely going to be in the playoff play in game. And nobody really wants that smoke from them in the play in game or as a high seed, um, having to play a low seed when the playoffs start, nobody really wants that smoke right now. Lakers on the other hand. Yeah. I gave them props saying, you know, maybe they could figure out if they got to the play in game, got in, maybe they would be a scary matchup, but they did not get in. So, B, with all the stuff we've heard throughout this season, like where does the blame lie? And, it, you know, it don't have to be one place, but where does the blame lie in the Lakers, you know, being as bad as they ended up being? Because they were eliminated on their seventh straight loss. It's like when the Lakers is you know. a lot on national TV, they made us suffer through that throughout this season. It's like, you know they're going to lose. And sometimes they're going to get blown out most of the time.
4: Where's the blame? Uh, line? There's
2: plenty
3: of ways to go around. I know I know what our, our listeners are waiting for me to say, but I'm gonna go ahead and start with Anthony Davis. Yo, Anthony Davis had his last season as a Pelican, he had twenty five games of thirty, I wanna say thirty and 10 or better mm-hmm. um his season in the bubble i think he had 12 games of 30 and 10. uh this year he's had no games of 30 and 10. now the question that has to be asked
2: <laughs> he only played forty. is
3: <laughs> he only put is is anthony davis falling off physically Or is he just not hungry anymore? Or is it a little bit of both? Has Anthony Davis
2: ever fallen on physically, though? As good, as great of a player as he is Mm -hmm. when he's all the way healthy and balling to his potential, I do Mm -hmm. miss his games, yo. Played 40 this year. He played 36 last year. Played 62 the year of the championship. He played 56 the year before that. Then 75, 75, 61, 68, 67, and 64. Dude can't
3: but, but go if through the season without 30 games. and 10, 30 and 10, or better he had literally none. Like, even if you're only going to play 40 games, if you are what I think you are and what has been advertised, I still see you have a dominant game or two or three or four. He literally had none this year. And I think that whether intentional, whether it's because he's a cat or his health, I lay a lot of that at his feet because of what they and I expected to see from him in terms of shouldering the load and carrying. So that's number one. Number two, LeBron got to get out of the front office, man. and I don't think it's ever going to happen, but LeBron got to get out of the front office,
2: man. It should though, especially in LA. Like this is not this is not the Cavs where they were grateful for, you know, oh, we got a chip. Like this team has seven this franchise has seventeen championships. Like they're used to winning. What they do is win. So at some point when that winning legacy gets you know, I'm not gonna say time, it's not like never, they never they like they've never had lulls before and like they'll never be back. But when it's looking this bleak and you're always the front the front page story because of how bad you are at the moment, they got to look in the mirror like, look, we're the damn Los Angeles Lakers. Like, we understand, you know, LeBron moves the needle, sells tickets, but they can't keep – they're not a team like the Cavs or somebody like that that has to keep mortgaging their future to appease the needs of LeBron things. With all due respect, and he's still balling, is one of the top players in the league. But you thirty seven whoa, you're not gonna do was, this forever. So we cannot, even if you're still playing great, we as a franchise cannot tie ourselves to your every whim.
3: Like they gave one the, a on ton the, of on the prospects court
2: aspects to get On the court
3: there's game. some culpability too. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to that. But go go ahead. On the court no, he I, has I, some culpability.
2: No, go ahead, go ahead. let, let me know. So
3: so LeBron is taking five more shots than his career average. per game. he's taking the most shots that he's ever taken on any team. You know what he's LeBron trying. James, and I get it because some are going to say, well, he's too old to completely run the point 100% of the time. You're probably right. Probably right in saying that. But LeBron James doesn't have to come in and try and be Kobe Bryant to win. But what LeBron has realized is that the decisions he made with the front office didn't and couldn't work. So now I've got to go out here and stat pad for my personal legacy, and that involves me trying to win a scoring title. That involves me trying to put up these big number games, because it's not about winning for LeBron anymore. It's about beating back the ghosts of the past that that hold their their past over his head. So that's what right. I believe this season has turned into for LeBron and he's scoring and he's playing way. amazing for his age. Right. But Went last point, his plus minus, he, was trying. Mm-hmm. he has the worst plus minus since his rookie year, which is a negative plus minus, which means he is not impacting the game positively, statistically, when he's on the court. He's at a negative plus-minus, lowest right. since his rookie season. See, but
2: but like you are, Crazy. LeBron knows the sports landscape. He knows all the simpletons yep. who are die-hard sports fans, and there are going to be a lot of them that says, "Well, he averaging thirty-seven-seven. Like, what more do you want him to do? He's thirty-seven years old. That's the legacy he's trying, excuse me, trying to leave." I played better at this age than any other great in the history. And that's just going to be by statistics. I played better than anybody at this age that this league has ever seen. So when it all comes down to it, the simpletons are going to be like, well, none of this is LeBron's fault. He did his part. Not realizing all the other factors that you factored into it, the fact that, you know what I'm saying, he he forced their hand on mortgaging their future for – I mean, the, the Anthony Davis thing paid off with a ring. Not sure if that would have happened, if not for the stoppage and the bubble and all that kind of stuff, but it happened. Can't be taken back. So that worked, even though they would be a much better team in the long term had they held on to – all of those young dudes that they gave up for Anthony Davis, but LeBron doesn't have time for young dudes to be developing on his watch. So then you get rid of, you know, Caruso and KCP and all of those kind of dudes, and you bring in Russell Westbrook and his $40 million contract. Bad move from the door? I'm not going to absolve Russ of, of, of all blame no, on no, this. No, bad no, move from the did
0: door. not
2: door. Russ culpable. No, no, yeah, because Russ, for me, a lot of fans are going to say Russell's name first. Russell is way down on the list for me as far as blame. First of all, you should know by fit that LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, that's not going to work. That's even if Russell came in and was playing better than he showed this season. But the fact that he's already on the decline then you pick him up, right, they do the same things. You would think, though, and you got to give them you know, being superstars you should be able to figure it out. You guys just,
0: ta- Yo, R- just off Yo, talent.
2: Just off talent, though, dookies, Jim, man. these dudes should be able to go out here and beat a lot of these teams in the league. Because
4: think about no, it. LeBron I, listen, James but, 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 and Dwayne
2: Wade really didn't fit. But just off their talent, they was able to go out and stomp the league. Yeah, league.
4: but Dwayne Wade wasn't running two hundred miles an hour for no reason. Russ is dookie, now. Now, even beyond that, though, with the whole thing of them trading away the young talent, I don't have no problem with that either. You want a chip.
0: Like I know you do tra- you know. I know
4: you do Because my thing is, my thing is, I don't even know if those guys get a chance to develop unless they're traded away. The reason they got a chance to develop and come into their own is because they got put in situations. They where They can go there there.
2: LeBron James. Right. Well, even
4: beyond that, even if, they, even if they were all in the Lakers, I don't think they would have developed. Like, Jordan Clarkson got put in a position where he can let the clip go. I don't think he would – even if he would have stayed with Kuzma and all of them, I don't think he would have got a chance. Like, they, everything happened the way it was supposed to for everybody. They well, got a kid. Those go guys go. got a chance to like go out there and let let the let the hammer fly, and you know it is
2: what it is. They just brought in, in the wrong is. people for the, at least wrong person for those guys. And, you know I'm a Russ fan, but that was doomed from the start. Even though, like
5: I said, yeah, I think in this is, league when you but, have but, that
2: those kind of names and that kind of talent, it might end up trumping all. And I think that's what LeBron always thinks. That's why he got to get the biggest names instead of looking for the best fit. That's where they made a mistake. Yeah. Like like a, but the thing a Kyle about it, the thing about it is in a, a better situation for them than
4: Russ. Yeah, but I think I think a lot of times with these dudes, though, it's not even about basketball. Like him and Russ are friends off the court. Him and Lowry you know, allegedly don't have a relationship. So it wasn't about friends it wasn't anymore. About what's the best fit, basketball. It wasn't it wasn't <laughs> about what's the best fit basketball. It's like me and Russ like hang out. That's my guy. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, so and and that's that's the AA usation of the NBA. It, it wasn't issues. even about who's a better fit basketball wise. Like yo, that's my guy.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, and all of LeBron's guys are the big name guys because the King hangs with the you know, with other Kings in the league. So that's just how it is. You know, LeBron ain't hanging his Listen, guy. I Like mm-hmm. I ain't bringing Ira in because I like him. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't,
4: <laughs> I don't care if they lose the next five years, man. Like you win a chip, all is, it's, it's, you, I mean, you know how to equal. the Eagles the Eagles won you know, but, no, like, but
2: that that's. That's you know I feel that way, but I feel that way coming from a Philadelphia fan standpoint. We don't win titles. The Lakers win titles all the time. Well, win bitch. So, so 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 there's that little bit where I don't agree with your mindset in this because y'all win titles. That's what y'all do over there.
4: Yeah, but I mean, so it's yeah, kind of different but then,
2: than all... a starved Eagles fan. Like man, I'm good for the next five years. Like Lakers.
4: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, they, they, they have five year runs where
2: they're winning two or three in that five years
4: they don't so, the thing is they don't win all the time right so, like so, i know but they're spoiled and, for
2: a reason like like eagles fans the way that they act to re-won and you know everybody gotta go as soon as you make a mistake that's some bs like how we get that spoiled like we're not the patriots we're listen, not the man. lakers we're not the, the you know but
4: the, but the, but the bottom line the is in basketball, basketball in the last 30
0: years the
4: way the nba is the way the nba is you make one or two moves and you write right back in it. Like the NBA isn't one of those things where it's like football, where you have to like completely rebuild. The NBA, you don't rebuild. Like it's like in the, in, in the in the NSL, you gotta like tear the whole property down and build it back up from scratch. The NBA, yo, you can just do a quick rehab, put a new bathroom in, new kitchen, and you ready to rock and
2: roll. Like right.
0: think about it the with right them, them,
2: right? If their top guys just play better. Then you can sprinkle something else around them, and they'll go back to being a good team. Because I keep hearing people saying, "Well, because of these moves they made, the Lakers are just their their window is just done for the next few years. What can they do to improve the situation? Uh, Anthony Davis could be healthy. Uh, Russell Westbrook could oh, learn how to play three, again. Like they can get better. Two, it's, it's three, those, I'm just two, not used three and B guys. They're two three and d guys, two, and d like guys away from competing. But the, but what I'm saying
4: that. is that's not hard to get in this. But this league is different than that. I like, put it like this, right? If we look at the the just the, the, in that the, uh, situation, the cause some be, dudes
2: will take veteran minimums just to try to chase a chip and be with them dudes.
4: And here's my thing, right? You look at the entire league, right? If you had to pick a clear front runner to win the whole thing, who would it be right now?
2: Right now, yeah. Yeah. The Suns probably. Me, either the Suns or the Bucks. I think they might end up running it back.
4: Yeah, I do too. But when I think about those teams and I look at the Lakers team, I think that the Lakers are fully healthy and put a couple pieces. They can beat both of those teams. Like, there's no team, there's no dominant team that's, like, far and away better than everybody else in the NBA. Right. Because even and you heard last week, Bucks, week, yeah?
2: remember last if, week, Jim? Remember last week, I was Brooklyn saying, hot, if they sneak into the play-in, <laughs> some stuff could happen if, you know, if
0: they get this Listen, stuff if together.
4: Brooklyn, if Brooklyn gets hot, Brooklyn can wipe the floor with both of them do And that's what I'm saying. So, it's like, to me, this ain't even that big of a deal. Like, but I, I get it, though. It's Listen, man, Vince McMahon. let's us telling y'all, man, I get it, but this ain't even
2: that big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a big, it's a big deal because, like I said, see, you're you're different. You're cut from a different cloth than all the spoiled fans. But if you just think about Laker Nation, like it's a big deal to them because they're just not used to this. They had some laws recently, but when they do get good, like they're a threat for the next few years, like even when, you know, Kobe and them finally got good without Shaq, you know, they ran off two chips, they were in three finals. So you kind of expected that after the bubble, like, okay, the Lakers. are and, 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 and you know, the media went they think everything, everybody who wins is going to be a dynasty
0: <laughs> or, or
2: challenge. <laughs> and I think
4: that's dynasty. part of the bigger so problem. Not and I think to that seeing now... stuff
2: fall off this quickly. You but
4: I mean? think that now where we are in the NBA, and I, where we are in the NBA. I don't think we'll see dynasties like that no more. I don't think they will exist because I don't think it's possible with the current, the way the game is currently played, the way guys move around. there won't be see, the dynasties like Gianna, that
2: anymore? Giannis about to have Giannis about to see if he can test that theory. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, that, that's possible. What I'm saying is, I don't, I don't, I just don't see, I just don't see those kind of dynasties anymore. That's the one thing, right? The sec the second thing about that is I, I think the, comp- the game has changed even from when Kobe you're talking about 2010 around that time that's mm-hmm. about 12 years ago the game is completely different then so I, I mean and I understand that you know Cats Four they want to win a chip every year but that's not, that's not how this works y'all it's really not how this works and if you can trade to win a chip you got to do that because my thing is what's the alternative you let these guys grow together and you still don't win a no chip. Like, are we about winning chips, or are we about just being competitive? Because if you just wanted to be competitive, because the thing about it is,
0: where and we're the That's the, the difference with the Lakers because they're, they're going to make, make their money teams.
2: regardless. Some franchise yeah, has to let the big, youngins it, build because they trying to build some revenue. Lakers going to get it's their money even when they lose. <laughs> so, all right. So, <laughs> no, the Suns <laughs> not, having
4: a great, one of the greatest seasons ever, and don't don't nobody care. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, um the latest episode of uh, the shop came out timing is a mother here because in this episode, they're asking Brian who in the league currently, you know, he would want to play with. So even though it was probably recorded before they were out of contention, it looks like they get eliminated from the playoff race. And then LeBron out here tampering, saying names of people that he would like to play with. And that brings us to our quote of the week and our quote of the week He's picked me the last two all-star games. I don't know if that suffices, but I'm good right now. Now, that's Steph Curry on LeBron James saying on that episode of The Shop, that Steph Curry is the guy that he would like to play with the most. And I'm like, damn, Steph just totally played dude out. That's one thing, and we've always said this about LeBron. LeBron being the best player of the last decade and a half (laughs) of basketball, He's – Jimmy calls it the aau AAUization of the league. But to be the king nice. of the heat, the top of the hill, he's way too nice, they kind, deferential to other superstars. He talks about them as if they're him, and he's looking up at them sometimes. It, it kind of sounds that way. So he says that, like I would like to play with Steph, and Steph's like, come on, man, you, you picked me for the last two – Playoff the last two All Star games get off my job like that's not enough like I'm good I don't want, I don't want to do that so Steph played him out yo, and Steph might be doing yo, that because you that's the look Steph, you want to have right Steph, now because he damn sure welcomed KD into the fold <laughs> <he> <laughs> when did. that happened. but
5: Steph you,
3: Steph Steph had Steph had a dad in his life who was uber competitive and and one of the one of the better people at what he did like pop, your pops don't it, yo we
4: we don't go for the original. Listen, LeBron, Austin, listen to the whole interview. But listen to the whole interview before you say what you did. He spent the first 25 minutes giving LeBron a reach around, uh, a BJ, and everything else. And they took the one part and made it a quote and made it a meme. I listened to the whole thing. Uh, and I was like, it's, it's, it's nasty either way. It's, yeah. So I mean, no. You know, I mean, it it is, like you said, is. the
2: AAUization of the league. Everybody's gonna talk too nice about each other on camera. But
4: I mean, he called the board a goat. He was talking about when asked goat that question. He made a he said, when the greatest of all time asked you to play with him, of course, that's like, you know, you, you got to feel, you know, it, 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 it says about your game. When it, you know what I mean, like, so he, he.
2: I know, but you also you know, got to also realize when dudes are trying to big themselves up. So I'm gonna make this dude look yeah. better because he asking me to play. You know, kind up of like, like, like Scotty. <laughs> How Scotty like, yeah, talks see, about the because he, it makes him look better.
4: He made he made sure he made sure LeBron finished before he uh, you know, he got him off first before he got <laughs> I'm
2: gonna let you finish. Yo. But yeah. And then that that actually when they asked that question though, and, and he said that, like, I'm good, like he you know. If I'm LeBron, I'm gonna have see, a little bit of an issue with that. Did you see the whole
4: episode did you see the whole episode of the shop when he said that? Nah, I don't about think
2: i I don't think I've ever seen a whole episode of the shop. And the funny thing he, about it was he, he was talking about playing with Bronny even though he prefaced that by saying, Bronny told me he wants to make a name for himself. So I'm like, if Bronny wants to make a name for himself, why would you be trying to play on the same team with him? Because LeBron could be 56 years old, and he's still going to, like his aura is just too big. He's still going to overshadow everything and everybody that's going on at that particular moment. So you're going to overshadow your son, and he's going to be trying to make a name for himself, but he's still going to be on the team as just LeBron's son. So let that man yeah, carve out his own if he can. You know what I mean.
4: One of the things about LeBron is, is that um, when he was coming in the league, one of his OGs or one of his uh, heroes was Ken Griffey. And Ken Griffey used to come to his high school games, and then when he signed with Nike, they, you know they they that was his OG, and he played with his pop. And so yeah, Gr- had Griffey this was better case, than his pop
2: since the minute he stepped into the league,
4: though. Yeah, that's true. So that's him. kind of reversed.
0: Yeah. But
4: he's had but this he in, be had this room, in his head He's had this in his head uh, For a while But that wasn't even a part of the interview The part of the interview Which I'm surprised Didn't make it to a meme yet Is when They were asking him a, Well they asked, It was part of the same conversation Like who would you like to play with They asked Because what they did was They forced him to name a player That's currently playing He yeah. said Bronny I, I, I saw that segment this. I
2: just didn't see the whole episode
4: Okay Did you see when they asked him Who he could play, Who he want to play with That's no longer playing
2: Yeah You, you see I- Pipped over Mike.
0: <laughs>
4: Yo, my man, man Pippin. And said <laughs> He said Pippin. He said, so said, said Pippin or, or Penny.
2: That was definitely a setup, too. That was definitely a setup. That was a setup for him to, to, to diss Mike a little bit. And, and show Pippin some support, who showed him support over these last few years. Yeah, I peeped that. Yeah, uh, Pippin, Penny. I'm he even said I'm Kobe's He bullshit. even said Kobe. Because he, he was naming Nayers. he's like, "Hey, uh, cold too. I would have loved that." Um, skip Mike, like,
0: nah.
2: <laughs> like LeBron is full on MJ versus Bron mode. Like he's full on. He's 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 bought into it. He's full in that it's mode. Nothing right else now. to play for. Right. It's he's he's full in the for. I'm the goat mode. Forget dude. I'm not gonna give this no more fuel. I'm not gonna say I want to play with him because you know they're gonna use it against him. Because, you know, that would be the biggest headline had he said Mike. And people were like, look, he's supposed to be your goat, and he's talking about he want to play with my goat. So, you know, that, it was smart. It's, it was gonna Like, the question, they, they were. nothing on. else to play
4: for. But, again, <laughs> again, again, I'm old enough to remember. I mean, and Mike, everybody else's eyes,
2: because I don't necessarily think Bron is number two. He up there, definitely. But, like, damn, like, I mean, Kareem, they, you know, shitting on Reem. Like, that's why That's why Kareem be, be shitting on Bron sometimes. Again, yeah, that's this true. week, I mean, Kareem he... had to issue another apology for for LeBron. I'm like, this is deja vu. Haven't we been through this before? Yeah, really Kareem seems, crap on him. Yo,
4: Bron, Bron, Apologize. For... it on Mike. Brunch it on Mike. green shit on Brian Yo, did you see uh, on Bomani's show, Bomani, like, pooped on Kobe? No, matter of fact, it was, it was when Bomani was on the breakfast club. He was pooping on Kobe. And, like, he was trying to do it in a way, like, to not be disrespectful because, you know, cause Kobe no longer here. He kind of pooped on Kobe. He's like, Kobe ain't top 10, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> no,
2: nah, yeah. I, I didn't see that he part. He... I, saw the, I did see a part of that interview, but it was about, uh, boy
4: said, boy said it about funny, Will Smith. Y'all, Kobe. y'all, y'all only judging by the championships, but so not in the years in between, he said when well, he couldn't even make the playoffs, he was cooking him. I was like, damn. <laughs> but anyway, but but no, but it's funny like because I remember, I'm old enough to remember, I'm a geezer, when Mike got around like ring five and – the conversations between him and bill russell and how you know all the old heads was like until you get 11 it don't matter and then you know the michael jordan fans would give context and poop on russell when it was like yo this is this is just you history know, repeating yourself. So the funniest thing though
2: jim as much as i've always been in the ball i've never heard i've never heard that before like i've never no, heard people you. infusing russell into a conversation like I never heard, heard anybody Russell, who thought Russell, Russell was the ever. greatest. As Yo, much as the old heads I, I, that listen. we used to sit around and watch them play pool and talk you know, ball, I never heard anybody. The barbershop, the barbershop I used to go
4: Russell. to, had a bunch of old heads. The barbershop I used to go to had old heads that were sitting there. and It, they, it was literally like a you know a, a stereotypical barbershop, but they would just argue all day long. Yeah, first I ball, I, I,
2: I always was thought since it. I was in Philly, you know, all the old heads was talking about Wilt. I had so, never so, heard, that anybody heard anybody in my so life say Russell was the greatest.
4: So there, there, were, there, were either the contingent, there were either the contingent where you couldn't say anything bad about Wilt and Wilt was God. It was it was the Sunny Hill crowd, but then there was another crowd. <laughs> and Philly is weird, right? Because in Philly, you'll always have whoever the main guy is in Philly, you'll have people that love his ops, right? So it's sort of like you have a lot of Cowboy fans in Philly just because that's just the way mm-hmm. Philly works, right? Mm-hmm. Most people are Eagles fans, so you give a bunch of Cowboys fans just to be anti you know what I mean? And that's how it was with the Russell uh Wolf thing back in the day.
2: Same thing in but, same thing in D C. Ton of Cowboys fans yeah, just, so, to <laughs> just to be
4: just to be anti Redskins, right? Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Which
4: is funny because i bit in Dallas I ain't seen no uh, Eagles or Redskins fans. That's either here or there. Anyway. But um, right. but the point is I would hear Nobody those arguments
0: take that, in, in like those those about famous.
4: rings. I would hear I would hear to argument about, about rings, and then it was context. So what I'm looking to see, you know, uh, allow William that I could live a, a long life. I want to see who's the next person when they start throwing bronze completely under the bus, and this new guy is going to be like, you know, because that that's just it's, this is just a cycle, yo. Oh
0: yeah, that's
2: it's always it. a cycle because the people, the younger people, can't respect what came before. Thirty years. Like I will never okay, like I can't like I don't think Bill Russell was on Wilt Chamberlain's level, even though that was his arch rival and he beat him, team game, beat him more times than Wilt's teams beat them. But I'm never going to, like, disrespect Russell as if he's not one of the game's greats. You know what I'm saying? Some people, like, the stuff that they say just because they want to make an argument, like, it gets real crazy sometimes. I mean, and even the people that's trying to defend the honor of the older dudes, they say crazy stuff about LeBron. Like, come on, y'all can't believe the stuff that you're saying right now.
4: You can't watch this dude myself, play
2: for 19 years and tell me he's not, you know, on the level of.
4: You yo, know I find myself kind of defending everybody. Crazy. Depending on who I'm talking no, to, no, I that's me too. It depends on the how O-Hays. the conversation is going. Then I defend the, the young boys. I I defend the young boys a lot because I guess I talk to more old heads and old heads is mad disrespectful. That's why I said the old heads might be worse than the young boys. Like. Even though we know Young boys is mad disrespectful, O'Hare might be worse, yo. <laughs> he might be worse, yo. they be like, yo, anybody who came to you the know what?
2: Leaves, like, you know. It depends on how you look at it, like what's worse to you, because Young boys. funny thing is, you know, I, I had a 10-year-old arguing with me. Yeah, the you, other you day. coach AAU,
4: so you, you really right. got to get a... You really I, so
2: I, had get a I had a 10-year-old arguing with me the other day talking about Mike and LeBron. Was was very, very disrespectful to Mike and then started throwing out stuff, what was he without Pippen? I'm like, oh, you've been listening to those people. I'm like, okay. And then he starts saying stuff like, yeah, he, he Pippen got all the rebounds. and I was like, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen both averaged six rebounds a game for their careers. But I'm not going to sit here and argue details with you. So the young boys are doing it and have no clue what they're talking about. That's one thing hey, listen, you might be people. mad like, yo, at least if you're going to do this, be a student of the game. But then on the other side, you might be more upset because old heads know better, and they still going to do it because they're just being biased. So it's like the, whatever yeah. you look at is the worst, like they all could be equally as frustrating. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like you. I find heads, myself it depends on the conversation. Old heads remember they want to remember. Right. It, it, it depends and on the conversation t- of who I'm defending at the time. Like, cause some people say ridiculous stuff. About the younger generation,
4: yo, old, old heads remember what they want to. That was kind of, the, I guess, that was kind of the point that the boy money was making. He just didn't to go as far as he did, but he's like, oh heads kind of remember what they want to remember. Like they remember the good stuff. Like you remember Mike winning the chips. but like you don't remember Mike getting his ass kicked in the playoffs by the Pistons. People try to act like that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, it, and so yeah. it's like th- that's just see the way with it me.
2: Is. I still don't I, don't. I still don't understand why that's brought up as much right now because. That's just how things was back then. It's like there was a rite of passage. Like his team wasn't that great, so you're not just going to come in and beat the Celtics. You're not just going to come in and beat the Pistons. You got to wait your turn. And once he, once the Bulls got their turn, they put a stranglehold on it for longer than the teams that were keeping them away from it. No, absolutely. And, so it's context, but but
4: you know, it's also but it's also the it's, thing it's, is it's part of the game though. But people right. like to ignore that, and even even you know and. Let's not even talk about the Wizards years, because to me, here's the funny thing about the Wizards years. Most people erase it, but to me, that's one of the biggest arguments pro Mike. I don't the think the Wizards years were bad. Personally, that's my point. No, that's my point. My point is that is one of the the stronger arguments in my opinion for the pro Mike crowd. But the pro Mike crowd tries to act like he retired a bull. <laughs>
2: With his hand in the air, like that saw. six
4: championship. Yeah, that six championship is when he just walked off in the sunset. I'm like, yo, he lost as a
2: wizard, but the way he See, just but, put but the that's because him, that's because everybody, Jim, they're, they're like we said, we are, they're always arguing off. You know, it's it's always personal, and they're only looking at the end results. He did you know there were no playoffs, there were no championships. Then it's not worth talking about. But but even the pro Mike people, like I don't, I don't even think. I think they really, Jim, I don't even think it's an exaggeration to say they just tried to delete it out of their memory because talking about that the other day, there were people who love Mike to death that forgot the fact that the Wizards were in playoff contention until Mike got hurt. They forgot that. They just think like the narrative is, oh, he was flabby and sick in the Wizards' years. He was terrible. When that was the farthest thing from the truth, he just couldn't stay healthy. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: After not playing for a few years and coming back as a heavier old head, he couldn't stay healthy. But they were you know, they were in contention and until dude pretty much yeah. got hurt but Yeah, it's 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 funny though. Like I said, it just depends on who's talking at the time or whose uh whose mantle you gotta pick up. 'Cause, you know, I always talk about mm-hmm. being called a, a, a hater and a and a cold-off in the same conversation about the same person, just on different threads of the conversation. And yeah. I've seen like similar stuff happen with y'all. So
4: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't pay I guess to be like I said, I guess I don't talk I don't talk to like the AAU circuit like you do, so I'm pretty sure you hear all kinds of slander but I hear it from the old heads, like but I I do got some young boys I talk to that are like that's just mad disrespectful, y'all. That's mad yo, they they wild disp but the yo, but the old heads might be worse. Like
0: everybody's
2: <laughs> ass. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's our, our quoted week. We got two stats for the week, and the first one, um, <laughs> this is NBA. All of them are NBA-related. So the best father and son assist duo in NBA history are the Stockton's. Together, they have 15,815 assists, John Stockton and his son. But out of the 15,815 assists, John Stockton has 15,806 of them. So his son has nine assists in his NBA career, which, Jim, was nine more assists than I thought he had because I didn't even know John Stockton's son was in the NBA at any point. So shout out to him. (laughs) And his nine assists, what Eddie Murphy say, now we have $300 million $70, because I want to do my part. <laughs> <laughs> so with nine assists, he's doing his part. So shout out to the Stockton's. Um, another stat of the week, and this is Utah Jazz related as well. Donovan Mitchell averages 2.3 passes per game to Rudy Gobert this season. He also averages three turnovers per game so, basically, Donovan Mitchell passes to the other team more than he passes to Rudy Gobert. What do you think about that relationship? Because we kind of heard after the whole COVID thing of, you know, how things were with, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. It seems like they're just tolerating each other at this point. They don't even play together. the, the
4: funny thing is,
2: like, when, y'all wa- when I watched him play, Rudy Gobert definitely
4: changes the game with his defensive prowess and his rebounding. So he's mm-hmm. definitely a valuable asset. But not only does Donovan Mitchell not like him, yo, nobody in the NBA likes ball. And it's kind of weird. Like, there's a video on YouTube with like, just people from around the league just slandering ball. Like, don't nobody <laughs> like ball. And it's, it's and I don't know if it's like, you know, because of the COVID thing, he's, he's been an asshole before there. But, like, people just don't mess with you. And it's weird because, you know, you would think that if no one messes with you, at least your own team do, No. They don't bang with ball either. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, and that's weird. I mean, because a lot of times when you have a great guard, big man duo, if the guard is averaging five, six assists, then at least two of them joints per night are two to do. And we're just talking – we're talking well, assists. He don't even pat Like, I'm talking two assists. <laughs> he only I mean, passes mean
0: the to dude too. twice it's, per it's context game. context
4: to that too, Devin. Because God do gonna pass to nobody. He's a clip. That's true. But, He's a clip. Hold up, though. He's definitely a clip. Do you
2: remember? Yeah, do you remember the All Star break? you gotta give it to somebody to get it back, so you get your dribble back or something. Like, damn, that's never Rudy Gobert. Like, come on, man. Yo, do
4: you remember? Do you remember doing the All Star break? Uh, when when um, who was it? Was Draymond? And they had, and he was like doing his commentating, and he said something, and they were like, "Yeah, you know how you and Rudy Gobert?" He was like, "Don't mention me in the same bus as that." Oh, dude. Yeah. I was like, "No." He's, like, he's, like,
2: he's like, he's like, we are not alike. I'm like, "Damn, he yo, we, are not right. not we are not alike, We are not alike. Yo,
4: don't nobody like dude yo.
2: Yeah, I mean, the way he started COVID with the league, it was really on some asshole shit.
4: That, like, yeah, like, and that probably, that, probably, that probably added to whatever That definitely added
2: to whatever he already Had going because the way he did it Because like, you can't get mad at somebody for contracting COVID but what I he did that, plus, remember, Not taking he a serious crying win. about
4: not making an all-star team or something Wasn't he crying about not making when, when a defensive player literally He was crying, He's crying like, about something
2: People out here listening like y'all might think Jimmy's talking about crying as in complaining He was literally crying tears Because he didn't make the was all-star, all-star game. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, 13. that's what it was. It's all star Yeah, yeah, literally crying. So yeah, there's a lot of reasons that players like wouldn't like do, but damn, two point three passes per game. Y'all probably playing at least thirty minutes together during the game. Like that's crazy
4: because it's a it's another player. I forgot who it was. It wasn't nobody like that was you know of of, of name. But they had said something about yeah, he cried his way on the all star team. Like like people just mm-hmm. don't mess with these. Yeah. So you know. That's not shocking, but to be on his own squad, I mean, you know, like I said, it's context. He's a gun, so, yeah, man,
2: interesting. All right, man, well, that's the stats of the week. And what happened this week while everybody was on the Grizz9? Shout out to little Scrappy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why
4: you on the grizz naive? it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies.
2: Through
4: you you your business the custom website, boom, here's what you do. DigitalExtremeTech.com, 205 yeah. 420 go Here. With that being said, it's time to talk about what happened while you were on the grid naive. Yo, man. First and foremost, man. Julius Irving, because that's what I'm going to
0: call him. Um, he <laughs> you said that. If he
4: not. had to pick an MVP. He would pick, he would pick uh, Jokic over,
2: uh,
4: you know, the process. And anybody feeling
2: that, yo? Nobody in Philly is feeling that. And, and he didn't necessarily say he would pick him, but. He probably even said something worse. He said Joker is more deserving. So here's his quote. He said, I'm hopeful that Embiid wins it. He does talk about it, and it's something that, that, that is one of those carrots out there that he's reaching for. I think he kind of played him out with that, like telling everybody like yeah. he really wants that. Then he said, but I think the most deserving guy is Jokic. He hasn't missed any games, night in and night out. He's won better than he did last year. He was MVP last year. When you get better, I don't think you lose status. Not if it's a fair fight. I'm gonna pull for Embiid because he's my guy. And Anta DeCumpo who knows how he who knows how he's gonna finish up. But both Embiid and Anta de have missed several weeks of play. Jokic has been out there every night. So he didn't give any substantial evidence of why. The joker should win besides the fact that he's <laughs> out he missed, there every night.
4: less games. Yeah, and, yeah right. Like, and and I'm on not going front. You I told y'all games.
2: a couple of weeks ago. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if dude wins it. Like, I I, don't, I think. I think there are three people deserving of it. And I think that's just unfortunate for Joel at the moment that in the best season of his career, like, there's two other dudes that are playing on that same level. But, this is what I ask you, Jim, because I, I know why the people of Philly feel that way. Um, so I want to know, like, if you agree with him. Like, even if this is your truth, being an ambassador for the club, like, because Doc really has – he still has a position with the club. He's an ambassador for the, for the club, and he's one of the most, if not the most recognized and maybe the greatest sixer of all time. Like, do you say this out loud?
4: No, you don't, man. Not at all you don't, man. You don't even you don't, if you don't wanna be don't
2: dishonest, get... kinda state the question. Duh. Say I'm rooting
4: still on the family, man. This is this is Mafioso rule. This is Mafioso rule, man. You really <laughs>
0: going against the you family. Say
4: that, come on, man, you're going against the family. What is wrong with you, cuz?
0: <laughs> like, yo, I'm
4: disappointed. I'm disappointed in Doc. And I actually disagree too. Like I can't hope I'm playing more games. Can you
2: fire Doc? Yo, he,
4: he, he would have got his pink slip today. Because my thing is you want to get the family that Yo, and your statue coming down. You wanna get the family. Listen, thing is, I disagree with him. Actually the funny thing is you remember last year I thought that Embiid should have got it last year over Joker. Like
0: mm-hmm.
4: um But I get I get the joker. Oh, no. like, Joker's an amazing I definitely player. think i got it last
2: year because Embiid missed the, the amount of games that he missed. But I don't think Embiid's in that category this year. I think he's played enough where that conversation shouldn't even come. You don't have to play 82. It's not an award of who plays the most. Now, if Embiid played 50 games, then, yeah, you know, we can understand how you would say that's not enough to get MVP.
0: But he's played
2: enough games to where we can just throw out how many games they've played and just go mano a mano, you know, to, to who deserves it. Listen, man, because both we of them are having a better eighth, season than last year, so you can't go off that. You know what I mean? When we graduated eighth grade,
4: I won an award for like being student of the year. I still got the award, by the way. That's either here nor
2: there. Um,
4: and I, I missed all kinds yeah, of days.
0: I still so got nine, my fifth grade
2: swim trophies.
4: Yo, but but there were <laughs> certain kids. There were certain kids that came to school every day. They they would win awards for like not missing a the day.
2: Right.
4: They ain't win student of the year though cause your grade matter. point like, average if, is if, still if better I, than how many when I'm here putting in work, you know what I'm saying, like you know, like you know what I mean like if if, if if I'm with your girl and I do my thing, but you with her ten times, but all she do is think about me, like <laughs> no, uh, no the, the impact no the
2: impact is is made the damage is done that's like, right that's but okay. yeah like i said there's there's a there's a threshold for that, like okay, you know, boy injured most of the season like. Like Anthony Davis, if he no. play he played forty games this year, if he balled out, okay, Anthony Davis can't win MVP. Play played forty games, but I, but indeed beat is not where he usually is. He's played the most games of his career. He's played enough to y'all can just shut that stuff down. And there were there were other circumstances this season because the most games he missed was due to COVID. There's nothing now, you could do about that. Do. <clears throat> Team is
4: like a seven seed, b. Like when we going start? And and Joel scores more points. Greg, like there's nothing that he does better than Joel this year.
2: Well, rebounds, assists—that's not true. <laughs> what's, I mean, what's the rebound? He, he averages thirteen boards and. Well, like 12? Triple, nah, he, well, he's eleven point something, and Bo is thirteen point something. So I mean, he's always had better rebounding numbers than Joe Joel, to me, he's one of those dudes who don't get the kind of rebounding numbers I would expect him to get. You would just think just because I mean, of how big, so big double, is he is, he's got to be double digits, though, right? No, no, he's eleven point something. Uh, Joel Embiid is eleven point something. Let me, I mean, let me check who's the
4: better there. defender? Well
2: oh, that's definitely Embiid. Yeah, and, but I mean, you know that that's, that's, a, that's a whole that's a whole side of the ball that most people uh, uh, ignore, which is silly. Yeah, Joe averages thirty point four, eleven point six rebounds, and four point two. Assists. Uh, all right, so what's that? That's 11,
4: 12, and I mean, that's
2: 30,
4: 12, and, and whatever four, it may be
2: like. 4.2. So we're we not going to go up Yeah, on 4.2. That one, 2, all right, so we we had,
4: 30, we, had, we had 30, 12, and 4. Come on, man. Pretty much,
2: yeah, 30, 12, and 4 versus...
4: Uh, and better on 20, 20, 20, 27, 27, 14,
2: and 8. I mean, I ain't nothing to sneeze at, man. I really think either one of them no, is no, 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 no. His number is crazy. His number is crazy. Of course, man. I'm And, and for this Joe. is no disrespect.
4: This is no no disrespect to the, to the to the to the pale gentleman. I'm just saying, like, it's a difference, though. Like, fact is, he's a better defender.
2: His team is in a better position. So, I mean, but and you know what? The what they're praising Joker for, they should be praising Embiid for the same thing. And they're talking about how. You know, he lost his second and third best players and been holding it down, leading it, you know, leading the squad by himself. Ben Simmons ain't played all year. And that was the same argument that people were giving Joel because Dude wasn't playing and the Sixers were still where they were. Now he gets hardened for like 12 games. And his, his level doesn't drop off. It doesn't really improve either. He's still busting people ass like he's been doing all season. So I don't think they should penalize him just because James Harden came. You know what I'm saying? Because this was the same. As a matter of fact, before Harden came, weren't the, the Sixers higher in the standings? Like they're number four now in the standings. So I don't think he should be punished because help came. He still had the season that he's having. So I, so I don't know. Um, I really hope Joel wins it. It's it's difficult for me to think that they would give somebody like Joker the joint back-to-back, but he is having a better season than he did last year. Even though you're not competing against your own seasons, you're competing against the other guys in the MVP race. So yeah. that, that's, that's you know, I hate when people say that. Because even with Joel, they're, they're like, they're comparing his numbers to Shaq's MVP season. And that's that's why they're saying he should definitely get this. But I'm like, that doesn't really make sense either because, okay, you're not – like Shaq had different circumstances. Those numbers were better than anybody else in the league that year. So you're not competing against – just because your numbers are better than Shaq's, like there's two or three people this year that – would have challenged Shaq for that MVP with the numbers that they're putting up. So you're not going against Shaq's same league for MVP. Y'all got to compete against the people that you're competing against. So I, I still think, I think it's a three-man race. Like, no people have Giannis fatigue, but dude be quietly <laughs> putting in work himself. Dude is averaging pretty much 30, 12, and 6 himself. And they call him a defender. So really yeah. the argument could be more between those two because Joker doesn't give you the same thing on the other side of the ball as Embiid and, and Giannis. So it's difficult, man. I just hope Embiid gets it. And Doc, you out of line for voicing that. Even if that's your truth, you work for the squad. Like, you don't even have to lie. Just skate the question and say that you're rooting for the dude. Like, I hope Embiid gets it. They, they're not going to press you for an answer. You, Doc, say what you want. So Philly's mad at him right now. <laughs> what else happened?
4: Yeah, yeah, Doc, you out of pocket, yo. You, got, you, you <laughs> want to get some family, yo. You should lose your job. But anyway. Um,
2: you're me ready to fire yo,
4: Magic just spoke out again against the Winning Time Series. Like, you know, um, it seems like every week Magic got something to say about it. I guess because every week they got Magic, like, you know, eating ass or something crazy. So, like, you know, he's going to keep having a with
2: it. You know what, though? And, and you know this to be true. First of all, it's based off the book Showtime by Jeff Perlman, who when that book came out, uh, he was on our show to talk about it and promote it, so shout out to Jeff Perlman. Um, I've read a lot of books on, on the Lakers. That's the crazy thing. I've never been a Lakers fan, but I've always found that franchise and just that story so interesting. That's yeah, exactly. the best Lakers book I've ever read, personally. And nobody yeah. at the time said that anything in it was inaccurate. They didn't say he was out of line. I just think when it's TV, Magic, and some other Lakers, because they, they're not speaking out now, but they, there were a few other guys that they said didn't really care for it when it was in the works because nobody came to them. Jim, you know what this is. All this is is they're going to tell the truth, and we don't get to control this narrative. There was a lot of debauchery going on with the 80s Lakers, and they're all in their 60s 70s right now, married, you know, happily, living happily ever after. They They just don't want this stuff to be dredged up because more people are going (laughs) to watch it on TV than they're going to read it in a book. So they just –
4: Well, Magic, I think is another part to this too. I don't think Magic
2: getting a piece. Yeah, you know I mean Magic's about
1: like yo. Oh yeah, Magic, he about that business. A little, little, uh, yeah, a
4: little cut of this chicken. He might. Be and he has quiet. a
2: documentary coming out, so it's good for him to yeah. be in the news, crapping on this to try to get you to watch his. Imagine so, that.
4: Yeah, Magic what that business.
2: But cut, I tell you, you one thing: got Magic keeps lying, talking about he not watching. Man, if you ain't watching, you been yeah, out. Mysteries, all that.
4: No, I think <laughs> I think it's almost impossible. If someone said, yo, we doing a a, a a movie about Bev's life, and you ain't got nothing to do with it, you still going to watch.
2: Hell, yeah, I'm going to watch. And it could be from <laughs> the worst producers, worst directors you've ever seen. It could be the the biggest B movie. Maybe it could be a Z movie. It's about me. Hell, yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> like, come yeah. on, man. That's H magic. Yeah. <laughs> Reem liking it because
4: they got Reem on there smoking Zaza. Reem, my hair, I like... But but yo, the last episode was fire though. Fire, yeah, I, the I
2: bull,
0: love this. The, show.
4: Bull,
2: the bull and I thought really it was limited, it, so I thought it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be one, um, season. But you showed today that it showed me that it was picked up for season two, which only means yeah. they're probably just gonna slow the story down now. Whatever they don't already have yeah. filmed. They're probably gonna slow it down. Like, all right, we could stretch this out a little more because I if the
4: whole see- we got a season already, two. Uh, done
2: I That's if what I'm saying. If it's not done, filmed like... already, they can go ahead and slow it down a little bit. But you know, it might yeah. be, it might be. But you know, and these uh, yo man, yeah, that that episode <laughs> was fire. And shout out to the to the homie Asha from from Hu playing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's moms. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. I shouldn't realize she's like five, five foot yeah. two, so ain't no no way in hell she playing Kareem's mom. To a seven two, <laughs> right? Right.
0: But yeah. shout out to her for getting that yo, work.
2: Get your get back. next story,
4: yo, I gotta read some more. I need some context for this because it just sounds foul. Headline, I saw a couple headlines sound foul, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> it says that a baseball legend Albert Pujols he filed to divorce his wife of 22 years. Just days after she had brain surgery.
2: it <laughs> hey, bees, bees like that sometimes, man. <laughs> like bees like that sometimes. Yo, like, Yo, have you ever watched the show Queens on Fox with uh, uh with Eve, Randy and, and all them? Randy and all them.
4: Yo, I definitely got to catch up on that.
2: I watched a couple minutes of it, but right. I think you and me not, not a not a inspired. real not a real spoiler, but. There was a, a a situation where Eve's husband, she caught him cheating, right? But then a couple mm-hmm. of days later, she found out he had cancer. Makes me mm-hmm. think of that. Like, okay, there may have been something that this woman did to do that made him really, okay, that I really broke the their bond. And it's like, yeah. okay, I love I you. I don't want you to die because you got, you know, a tumor in your brain but is that going to make me stay married to you like first of all i don't like you yeah. you probably did something foul and like you might not have your full capacity like
4: that's that she, she probably probably was giving sammy social brain
2: surgery <laughs> you might have got a tumor from giving out too much brain never mind um hey, yo.
0: so no it
2: definitely sounds foul and anything you read them it really doesn't give you context it just says that they've been married for 22 years um he said, uh, I realize this is not the most opportune time with opening day approaching and other family events that have re- recently taken place. He didn't even mention the surgery. That was, I guess that falls into the other family events category, but he's talking about with opening day coming up. So who knows what they've been going through? Because I want to say, like, Dad, you're a dirtball, but you really don't know what they went through before she found out she had a tumor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm glad she you might said have did that, something. I am not even to about before. that. I'm
4: glad you said something.
2: I'm glad you yeah. said that because it looked was, like uh, a dirtball headline, doesn't it? Like damn, yeah. yeah. She had brain surgery? and you gonna leave her? But you never know yeah, what she that's that did.
4: Kind yeah, kind of You know what I mean? Yo, man, you know the funny thing about like, uh, you know, Tobias. I just want you to know. I just saw you. I just saw you cussing us out. Um, you know, was oh, cussing us out. We about to get off yeah, the air after this. You furious. Tobias cussing my ass out. But yo, real quick, <laughs> well, the last thing I I'm about to say you might as well
2: finish this, and then we go to Tobias before we leave. Yeah,
4: I'm gonna finish this first. Uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne is um, playing Doc Rivers in FX's uh, "The Sterling Affairs" about Donald Sterling. Yo, the funny thing is, real quick, they don't give like stories a chance to breathe no more. They make like yo docu series no. like two days. Like it just
2: happened. It just happened. Like yeah. Like, well, let's see how you know the franchise plays out. Let's make some more to the story. But since it is coming out, how do you think about that casting? Do you think Fishburne? Like, can you think of anybody else where you were like he would be much better, adopt than Fishburne? Um, oh do you think, Fishburne? I'm a got
4: huge it? Lawrence Fishburne fan. Lawrence yeah, Fishburne. me too. Me too. Is like one Very of those where like I can't I can't pick nobody else because I just like I just mess with him like that. I was mm-hmm. watching the, um, an interview with uh, Samuel Jackson, and he was talking about. Um, you actually like you know um burning your stripes playing Broadway when he came up like like you know the 60s 70s he said at that time people don't realize just who he said it was a bunch of them that hung together he said it was him Denzel Fishburne Wesley Snipes basically all the top black actors like all were like mm-hmm. a, a part of like a crew I was like yo yeah, that's the that's the show I need I'm about to and say making about like, that struggling. Right, and he was like he said it was funny because like every year somebody would get picked up like somebody would get called from L. A. and they'd be gone next year and he was like he had to wait the longest but he yeah. was like you know Denzel was out of here like once he got his one call he was gone like you know but he said all of them like hung together and I thought that was you know
0: you um, know who I thought was, was part yeah. of that crew too
2: because I, I, I love Fishburn too and I I'm not mad at anything he's casting he gonna have to do something with his deep ass voice if he's gonna play Doc though. For some reason, I thought of Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> For some reason, no, I think he would be a decent Fishburne's son, Rivers. though. Uh, huh? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, Trey. That's his son. That's Trey. <laughs> Give me the thing gun, Trey. Um, now,
4: how many years ago was that? Because I actually looked it up, and I thought that Doc Rivers and, uh, and Lawrence Fishburne are within like three months of each other. They're, they're very close in age. But how many years ago was it Sterling Scandal at this point? Because that was with the Clippers.
2: What was that, 2014, maybe?
4: Okay, so that is, at this point, how long has that been? Six coach. It's
2: the second year. Okay,
4: so hold on. Where did he go post? Like, how, I guess he stayed a couple of years after with the Clippers.
2: Yeah, he, he stayed some years. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
4: so that's twenty fourteen, and we talking about we in twenty twenty two. That's about eight years. See, the pandemic messed everything up, yo. In terms of time.
2: Yeah, because like, you lost like two years. When you my, yo, Forgot what happened yo, in the, the world.
4: Messed my time up with everything. Yeah, I feel like everything was, like, so long ago It's because I lost two years. Anyway, but yeah, so.
2: Yeah, it might, might, have, be been, though, man. might have been 2015, as a matter of fact.
4: All right. Yo, so all um, the trash I'm yeah, talking, yeah, guess yeah. what? We both
2: won't be watching this junk. Oh, yeah. I don't watch all this shit, but we got to, so we can talk trash about it. And shout out to Neil. She said Lance Yo. Armstrong broke up with Sheryl Crow while she was battling cancer. <laughs> Which is crazy because do battle cancer as well. Um, and Scotty said they problem. have like capped a whole ass so far in that show. And I don't. And I don't think. And I don't think it's inaccurate. <laughs> I can
0: imagine yeah, that's probably um, how Kareem all, was. From
2: all accounts, from all accounts, yeah. that's who he is. But you, yep. but the
4: last episode kind of showed why though. Like it wasn't that he was just like that for no reason. Like right. you know that's why I thought the last episode was pretty good because it gave a little context to why he acts the way he acts.
2: Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? It's a great show, man. Yeah, but yo. Speaking of watching, that's one of the shows movie, I watch. Like, I watch it every Monday. Like, there's a lot of stuff that yeah. might come out on a Sunday, and I don't get to like it until Wednesday, common. Thursday, or a couple of episodes build up. I want to be able to binge watch this, but I can't. I watch it every Monday. Yeah. Like, I gotta watch it. Yeah. <laughs> HBO drawn. Did you I start even stick also around yet? to watch the the Rick Fox show afterwards? Seen every last one of them. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Same here. did you uh did you start the ultimatum yet?
2: I I watched like 3 minutes of it and then I felt guilty. Like, I know she's going to want to talk about got this you. because our chat is going to want to talk about it. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: So I'm going to least give her a chance and if 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 we don't get into it by this weekend then I'm on my own. Got like, you, got you, got you. All right. <laughs> we'll,
4: we'll All right, let's we'll go to the phone
2: line and and get to bias before we roll out. <laughs> Went out to buy his roll, Dan tight,
5: man. I tell you, it was, it was a light skinned front runner, friend. Y'all wasn't taking this call earlier. Uh, hey,
2: this is just a ploy for us to get you to listen to the whole episode.
5: It yeah, I be at work. You know that, man. That. But that. Uh, first thing, first. We, we know you like covers, to hang yeah, up after
2: you after you get your starring role. You like to hang up. So you know we. Yeah, we man, got I,
5: I got things to do, man. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm talking about the bishop game, right? Earlier.
2: Jimmy, he got he got meals Let's Listen
5: to of, cook. The young people. That that love guy, son. You don't have to take a low three with 15 seconds left on the clock. Your name ain't Steph Curry, son. Um, In
0: 2022, um, you do.
5: That's the only yes. option. <laughs> I was like, son you it to your big man. Uh but y'all talk about the Lakers, right? I think part of their issue is how the NBA handle trade. Where they're so scared of teams getting got on trade, they're gonna make it seventy five percent. Mean let's say they trade Westbrook. They gotta take bad contracts anyway. And uh I didn't think that like, like look at the NFL, right? They the Falcons traded Matt Ryan for draft picks. They ate the cap hit for years and he will eat this year. And we'll go ahead and rebuild the team. I know it's different in basketball because you got a ping pong lottery, but I just think part of the issue is they are—they make it so hard to trade where you got to take on these bad contracts instead of seventy-five percent, make it fifty. You know, instead of like just making it so hard because the same teams who sucked twenty years ago suck now. When the last time the Kings been good? You know. the Lando Magic. These teams been a lottery forever, and they still suck. So at least make it like a team like the Lakers. You get you get off that Westbrook, and you could probably start to take back every bad contract. Instead of taking back John Wall, maybe take somebody that makes half the money, or two people that make half the money. And I just think that's one issue that uh, people don't talk about. Right. And, uh, and one thing y'all talk about, like, the tenders. can we can we change the Brooklyn Nets name to the Brooklyn Ifs? Every time we talk about if they form up, if they're healthy, if they all play together,
0: bro,
5: well, <laughs> got you. I was mean, if. <laughs> We've been doing if. I don't know, I don't know who waited longer to play together. Or Will Smith wait for his daddy Lou to come back? I don't know who's been waiting
0: longer.
5: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it is crazy. I thought ESPN had this story. Like I think it was on the jump. Are, they, are we giving the Milwaukee Bucks enough respect? Why? Well, how about you stop talking about the damn team that's out of the playoffs and the Lakers and talk about the good team? You the know, the I respect to them? It's just crazy how, like, they don't talk about the good team. If we knew the Lakers sucked six months ago, why are we just talking about them? Good, you know? Good,
2: team, good and, team's uh, boring, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it is. Cause Phoenix is having an all-time regular season. Nobody said, well, you know, they all right. Milwaukee, coming back around, they all right. You know, we were going to talk about the same thing with the Lakers. They're stuck. Westbrook's going to opt in. Nobody's going to trade for who's smart and take on that money. Because if you've got a guy who holds the ball who's a point guard, you can't bring in Westbrook. I'm not knocking Russ. People want to blame Russ. Westbrook, he's always been this way. Why are you bringing in a point guard to play with LeBron? LeBron is a point guard. You know, jail's fault. You know this. Uh, and, and like y'all told me, got an MVP. Y'all say Jokic was seventh. Look, can we can we yeah. put some premium on winning here for once? Uh, I know Jokic put a great analytic stats, but his team is seventh. Yeah, Jamal Murray's out, but when a lot, y'all they had like he's Kobe. Michael Porter Junior is a tall spot up shooter. That's all
0: he is for a bad back. It ain't his fault.
5: I, I, it ain't
2: his I look at that both ways, though. Like, when you say put a premium on winning, because it used to be a thing where they would just give it to the best player on the team with the best record, and I never thought that was fair either.
0: Because God, most of the time, when you got part. the
2: best record. Your whole team is nice. It so doesn't mean you're the most valuable. So sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes the most valuable player, like you take – Embiid and Joker Off of both of those teams And those teams are probably in the lottery So I, I don't yeah. necessarily
5: Care where they finish But, but
2: especially when There's one fans,
5: thing that helps you know, Embiid be deaf, Joel Embiid plays for the worst coach
0: yeah. The worst
5: coach a <laughs> <laughs> hey. guy Who's halftime time adjustments Get stopped
2: Make a hey. shot.
5: And we, all, and we
2: all agree on that, too. But I guess a lot, a lot, of, the voters, <laughs> a lot of the voters think he's top 15. Because ain't they the
5: ones who
0: voted he's top 15? Well, <laughs> that's on coach, that, that might backfire on Embiid
5: as well. <laughs> hey, Toronto's coach is like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, but I know y'all talked about the Eagles trade. And it's like, <laughs> I know Eagles fans are cool with it. of he's that QB wins guy. Jalen <laughs> <laughs> Hurts got out to the playoffs. I'm like, bro. It was a seventeen. The, the they were down their fourth quarterback. They would have in. And, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the sidelines and your quarterback can't read the defense. Uh, they are tearing up to move up for a quarterback in the QB wrist draft. And, uh, you know, people don't want to miss that because, look, even in Alabama, people love James Hurts. They kept saying, well, he was two But I was like, but he went 13 for 33 against Clemson. How the hell did he go 13 or 33? what <laughs> happened. You know? And team almost won anyway. Kinda and so, means you if can't you, throw. to me, if a quarterback...
2: Okay, I'm sorry. Well, no, I was saying, it kind of means you can't throw. And six is on fire yeah, right it, now, Skyview, if you're watching.
5: That is turning into
2: a three-point shooter.
5: If the first thing you mention, a quarterback is his win loss record. He ain't that good. Just be honest about that. Uh, uh, I mean, you got to be honest about that. And I just think that people got to come to grips. Sometimes you make the playoffs, from I mean, your the QBs and all that. But you can't keep around to get a better option. And my last thing is, guys, I hope Jimmy sitting down on this one. There are Bulls fans and hey, y'all, y'all, I'm actually you to pay somebody for it. So there Bulls fans saying it's to backs. And I always say, well, who's going to get there? Who's going to get twenty-five a night? Well, you. Uh, no, he can't get this guy. You know, mm. he's a, he he got burger rights, too. It, it's like fans. We him. He you know, that, play, you know like, everything, everything, everything
2: easy to the fans, you could just go out here and say, we're trading Max, Max Zach, and then, you know, you get who you want. That's how easy people yeah. think it is, man. That's why everybody's always complaining about their GMs as if their GM's not trying. Why didn't we get this you person? Know. Maybe they tried and they said no. <laughs> I just want to let you that know Bulls. that uh, two minutes, three minutes, almost like three minutes into the game, the Sixers already have a double-figure lead. So, you know, they probably lose that by halftime. We got
4: to out. We how to freeze out.
2: They're going to lose that by halftime. Whether they win or lose the game, they definitely going <laughs> to hey. lose this lead.
5: There was a guy in that group that said, should we trade Zach with Trey Young? Why the hell would the Hawks give up Trey Young?
0: just killed me. This is
5: stupid. But, hey, I just want well, hey, you guys have a good one, man. And, and you guys, get easy, man. Hey, Jimmy, all right, man. stay away from the old man bombshop. I'm talking about 16 years, 12-year-old now. He's old here. So, Jimmy, these old. man. Hey, you guys, get man. All right. All right, DeBias. <laughs>
2: All right, so before we roll out, man, I just want to let y'all know what happened this date in sports history, which is brought to you by Sports the Book, written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. Make sure you get your copy. You can get that at warroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com. Six is up 15 to 2, yo. Um, it'll be yeah. tied by halftime. It'll be time by Wait halftime. Wait for it. Wait for it. Make sure y'all get that. Look, April seventh, 1943 helmets are made mandatory for all NFL players and a 10 game schedule was approved for all teams. Yeah. I didn't know, even when they were wearing like leather caps as helmets, I didn't know that there was a time where helmets weren't mandatory. I don't remember seeing pictures where some dudes had on helmets and some didn't. So now I'm going to have to go back and look at old pictures. Like they had to really mandate that helmet. Yo, that's crazy.
4: Can you imagine? Yeah, I've seen if, that for I mean, you ain't gonna if keep the Never because trash. Couldn't nobody play.
2: Yeah, and I yeah. hope they damn sure wasn't leaving with their head. But uh, we're gonna give that moment in history a, 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 a war room salute, and we're happy it happened because it'd be a whole lot more like retarded people walking around in the world. Oh, we can't say that word no more. I'm sorry. Um, hey yo, <laughs> but that's what happened this week. Why y'all want the grind? Let's get about it, man.
4: Yes sir. And listen, thank you everyone for joining us uh, for another evening inside the War Room. We appreciate all of your support. Please enjoy your week. You know, we will be back here next week, so make sure you pull up and uh, you know, pull up a chair. Um go to our website, which is warroomsports.com. Everything we do can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com that includes all of our content, social media, um, just pretty much everything that we do and everything about our network, so go to WarRoomSports.com. You can also get my book, Sports the Book, at WarRoomSports.com, but as we always say, don't accept mediocrity and be steadfast in the war against ignorance. I'll see you on top.
2: Yo, and keep our wise names out your, your mouth.
1: Jimmy, all the blue yo Every Thursday, six to eight they do this <laughs> Shout out to Death PJ, be Austin Dot Bay on replay on uh. Warroom Sports.com yeah. Get that mobile app It's knocked out 323 working double 3, O twelve If be going and you sensitive then oh well Yeah Physical podcast. Podcasts of tough uh, show Showtime like magic and the block push Listen alive live, push one to join in uh, Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment Hip uh, hop dollars, pit stop and knowledge uh, Should be in sports as I ain't talking college Pop G- guys, no beef though no. Sports three drift, but the streets know uh, Bella funny uh, I got a a G-flow uh, KC, Royalty, I'm in beef mode. Uh, Two hours Get your game up. Uh, Who's the different sports Catch You better name us. Yo,
3: what happened to Pete? What happened to, yo, what happened to Pete? Hey, 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 hey. War Room Sports. www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.